Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. As always, you can get this on its own DA Show podcast feed. Just search the DA Show. Any podcast feed that you get your pods from and you can get it there or on its own podcast feed simply search permission granted and you can subscribe there also if you listen to us inside the odyssey app which is becoming more and more popular i think by the day from our listeners and other people around radio listenership our podcasts are inside the odyssey app the odyssey app is free you can listen to us anywhere a-u-d-a-c-y it's free all of the odyssey sports radio stations news stations music stations so you can listen to us there, and the podcasts are inside that app as well. Now, the biggest story, I think, of the show this week is the chicken wing thing. And on Monday's show, we were just kind of offhandedly talking about chicken wings. I guess there's a wing shortage. Mraz stumbled into thinking that wings could regenerate on chickens. Here's how that sounded. You mean to tell me in the middle of this wing shortage we can't clip a couple rooster wings off? Well, you'd have to kill the entire rooster. No, don't you clip one? Do you think they grow back? I'm not trying to make a no, stupid no. animal I'd joke. Like you to, Are no, you I sure? I, I was under the impression that when we make the wings, the reason we have so many is we cut one wing off and it does grow back. That's what you were thinking with. And so it's kind of like a lobster claw or a crab claw, rather. I'm I'm really not trying to pull you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you thought that they... What, they, they just clip them off with scissors? They would clip off the wing and it would... Well, I'm sure they have, like, wing cluckers or something, whatever cluckers. they're called. Yeah, whatever. Scissors that you cut... Like, uh, your reptiles grow back stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, think about how many wings we have in the world yeah. and how many chickens. I thought the reason we do that is, boom, one wing, you know, give it a couple months, it's back clucking. Well, you'd be surprised at the number of animals we kill to eat and... Uh... Oh, I, I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I understand. Yeah, so no. <laughs> unlike unlike a gecko's tail, a chicken does not regrow, regenerate its wing in a couple of months. All right, so if that's not true, I learned something today, which is another goal of mine to learn something new every day. 
Uh, but I would say then, uh, if we got a shortage, get these roosters out there. Then we need the wings. <laughs> and then this thing went viral. And we talked about all day on Tuesday how it was just everywhere on Twitter and on the Internet. Stories like the independent websites that have 4 million Twitter followers. MSN, Microsoft Network, News Network picked it up. Everybody just, Yahoo picked it up. I mean, it was everywhere. Usually your family weighs in, but you didn't hear anything from them yesterday. I did not hear a single thing. Now remember, odd day, everybody's doing their own Valentine's Day stuff. Oh, true. Uh, my mother's birthday's on Wednesday, so, you know, some stuff surrounding there. I, I think that there's a chance there's focuses elsewhere where Monday's show might have slipped through the cracks a right. little bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was... I was startled by how much attention was getting, and we were kind of, as a show, texting back and forth examples of this getting picked up. You were shocked as well that it got that much traction. I was, and and honestly, being in the heart of the storm in the middle of it, when we said it, and it became the epic fail, and we kind of laughed a little bit about, okay, I guess this is a 12 DAs candidate. I have been in that chair, <laughs> in that scenario, Insert different moment here 50 times, if not more, over nine years. And we've seen the stuff that's gone viral on the show. I've seen Theismann a week ago and with Leak and the Commander's name. And, I, you know, I've had the moments where I cried with Jeter early on. But never in a million years did I think that. And I think in the back of my mind because I also thought, okay, wow, I learned that. And probably other people learned that too. But I guess it was so off the wall and so timely with the algorithm that I really felt alone in an island as that went viral. It must have had two things. It must have been so funny, jarring, crazy. People enjoy feeling smart. It was like why jaywalking was so popular with, with The right. Tonight Show. When you see other people messing up history that you feel like you know, feel it makes you feel smart. So people liked it from that standpoint. I could only also imagine, though, that so many people were Googling chicken wings the day after the Super Bowl that it bumped up in the algorithm because it got picked up. I mean, outlets globally picked it up. Yeah, and there's a couple reasons you would do that, right? Maybe you went to a Super Bowl party and there weren't wings because of prices or shortages and that became a topic of conversation to your Super Bowl party. So you right. were researching that the next day. Like, oh, what's going on with the wing? Maybe you hadn't heard of it. Maybe, uh, you know, all those random numbers and stats like the, the amount of wings actually eaten on the Super People just searching that and for whatever reason, that just churned into the social media stuff. And like you and I have discussed, there have been absolutely moments on the show that probably more deserving to go viral where we know a couple outlets say, hey, maybe you should check this out, whatever. This wasn't sent to anybody by any of us. I know this because I would be the one sending it. And yeah. I would never in a million years because I've made so many of those stupid mistakes. You're the buffoon we make a segment about at the end of the year. I would have never sent that out. So the fact that just by that video being clipped alone on Twitter catches the right eyes and the algorithms. That's what made it go viral is is laughable and I guess enjoyable at the same time. It's bizarre. Tom Izzo, not the head coach of Michigan State, does digital back here for WFAN on the local side. He had such a good quote. He goes, I was just talking to him and Cap because they both create graphics and memes and videos for all these shows. And like the hope is always that something catches fire. And he said, you know, it's just one of those things where I guess it got caught in the jet stream. And I think that's the perfect way to put it, that, like, once it gets lifted into a certain ether, it just gets <laughs> zoomed out there and it just explodes. 
And I think that there was one or two media outlets that picked up sports media outlets. Mediaite, I think, was right. the first place that wrote about it. You know, we clipped the we clipped the video and tweeted it out because we just thought our listeners would think it was funny. And then Mediaite picks it up, and then I think the big lead picks it up, and those are two right. sports media or media websites. And by the way, when the big lead picked it up, they tweeted it at my handle, too, which led to some real nasty responses to me. And then it just starts floating up. Jetstream takes it away. So people are actually angry with you on Twitter, huh? A couple people. How could you live life this stupid? The fat, you know, you're a fat slaw. You get all the fat stuff, the bald stuff, uh, a big bald idiot over here. I It was a couple moments last night turn away the ad mentions and it was like directly because people who didn't know who I existed didn't have my handle follow the big lead which is odd that they, they included that handle I had to deal with that part of it too you know but I, I laugh but you know geez let's calm down here it's a loving day it's Valentine's Day honestly I think you should do this more now I mean because just say everything that's on your mind look at this what do you mean do it more I do it <laughs> well I guess that's true but you did hesitate to go there in this discussion at first, that's, because that's the irony that Bogus keeps hammering, you didn't want because we didn't know if we eat only female chickens. Because originally, this all stems from a quote from a guy in a news story outside the supermarket <laughs> that was talking about the shortages of chicken wings and said you got to throw away, throw down some hens or put away them hens. Yeah, we got to put away some hens on Super Bowl Sunday. And I said, boy, are all wings from female chickens? And then we kind of workshopped it, and yes. And I danced around that. I said, because I've had the, the roosters lay eggs. or That's been another chicken debate on the show. Yeah. Our eggs dare. I mean, we've done the rooster chicken <laughs> egg bit before, and none of those went viral. And I knew that conversation, I was not going to get roped into you guys knowing, me not knowing, and me looking like an idiot. And it led to me thinking I knew everything that everybody else knew, but it was a worse idiotic moment. I should have taken the initial bait, yeah. and then we never get to the yeah. wing part. If you say, oh my gosh, I thought we were eating both male and female wings, it's not nearly as egregious as I thought the wings grew back. It's, you have to realize the place I'm coming from. It is insane to me that we taped this 26 hours after I said it, that it's so egregious to think that anybody assumed wings grew back where I just lived my whole life thinking that. Well, as I said on the on the show, and I meant this as a compliment, I actually start to understand why you think these things is because maybe it's just your mom, I'm not sure, but after Friday's show where you really honestly believe that you're a top, you would be a top 10 NHL player ever had you simply grown up in a different family in Canada. If I grew up in Canada and I was really thin... I bet you I could go down as one of the top 10 hockey players of all time. Where is this incredible internal belief in yourself and this drive to be the greatest in anything else you do? I mean, anything. You can't even keep yourself away from a crock pot of chili for more than 30 seconds. But somehow you would have been a top 10 <laughs> effing hockey player ever. You've done nothing in your life that has ever been close to being a top 10 at anything. Anything. None of us have. None of us have, but uh, somehow you just believe that you have this internal drive to be the greatest? That's absolutely Not insane. Drive, You've done a. nothing it's... in your life to deserve the credibility to be top 10 in the world at anything of all time. Of all... You've done nothing. Nothing. You've done nothing great. Nothing. And yet you believe that somehow you were born with a skill set? Unbeknownst to everybody else, to be a top 10 all-time legendary human being at anything? Like, none of us are that. Why would you believe that? Why? 
What? Because Jeremy effing Ronick said you got a big, you got a good wrister when you shot Bud Light cans. Why? What? What? What is this? <laughs> Honestly, like just go back to bed. What is this? And I thought it was so outlandish. Not just any family in Canada. It'd be, you know, the right family in Canada. A hockey family yes. in Canada. I thought it was so outlandish to not only project yourself as a high-level hockey player that could maybe get a scholarship, play in the AHL, even have a cup of coffee in NHL, or even have a good career in the NHL. You went all the way to I would be iconic, Gretzky, iconic Gretzky Rocket Richard, or Hull, Ovechkin, Lemieux, Mraz. I just was like, wow, you even went there. And I'm like, that's just so outlandish. Dixie Landan is currently Googling Rocket Richard. Right now. <laughs> and lo and behold, your mom texts you and was like, you're right. You know what? I'm sorry. You're right. And if you have that type of affirmation from your mom, why would you ever question your instincts? That's true. So it's more of an instincts thing. I should never question my instincts. No, no. I think you should, but you don't, uh, because, don't because your mom. You're right. Although I, I don't think that that's a one plus one equals two with the chicken thing. I don't. Mm -hmm. Because I know, I know there have been moments on the show that as words leave my mouth, I'm like, oh, am I sure about this? Am I sure about this? And I do it anyway, and I say <laughs> it anyway. And that's what you're talking about. That's just go with your instincts, and whatever happens, happens. I can't express and stress this enough. When I stated the chicken wing <laughs> growing back, that was not an instinct moment. That wasn't a, am I sure? I think I'm right, so I'm saying this. I was, like, confirmed in my mind that everybody knew this and I was right. That was not just my mom had told me to go with my instincts. Like, that's in, in my head, yeah. there was no hesitation. Like, that's what I knew to be true. I think they're one and the same, though, because... You are very confident in things that you actually don't have a background in. I think because your mom or both your mom and your dad or your social circle, oftentimes they do affirm like your your thoughts, your logic, your instincts. I mean, the, the Columbus Pilgrim thing is that you went home and Danielle was like, wait, Columbus wasn't a pilgrim? Right. And then you guys had at least a 50-50 split at that Thanksgiving when half your family said, wait, they weren't? He wasn't right. a pilgrim? Right. And I wonder, you know, you often say that when you were young, your mom turned her attention to your two sisters and you kind yeah. of felt like you were ignored for sure. Educationally, for sure. But does she now make up for that on the back end? Because I bet you if I asked her, do you think it was stupid that Mraz thought that Sean thought that chicken wings grew their wings back? She'd be like, no, that's not too stupid. She will, there are times she will admit and laugh, like, how could you be that stupid? Or, But she'll laugh about it and not take it seriously. I think that in many ways, she is making up for it from this standpoint. I mean, like it or not, the truth is my sisters are fine. Like, right? Like, they went to school. They have Very their jobs, smart, very bright. They're good not jobs. in any way, shape, or form in any sort of public spotlight or position like being on the radio is. And I think because of that, you know, my mom could live her life on social media with her old <laughs> friends on Facebook and family. She almost, it's almost like during the heart of the pandemic, the governor's having their daily briefings. And it's like on social media when the DA show on Twitter and Facebook is sharing all these moments and I have an idiotic moment a week at best, or worst, whatever you want to say. 
it's almost like she needs to have that daily briefing. And she doesn't have to worry about that with my sisters. And I think that's where she makes up for it. She texts me to let me know it's okay. She'll share and laugh and, and act proud of it to try to protect, you know, the coma. And I think it just comes from, at this point, my sisters are fine. They've done whatever. The only thing that anybody's ever going to see and question her motherly problems are are me. So she needs to go into protective, mm-hmm. I have your back. Moment. That makes sense. Did your dad... Or anybody around you over the Super Bowl weekend address the top 10 hockey player of all time? Never came up huh. at all, which, again, they, they comment on the crazy things. My mother did text me about that. And mind you, I didn't see any of my family until Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, because I was, you know, shut down in quarantine. But my dad was not really texting about that at all. He kept texting me different props he liked for Super Bowl. Maybe he was just too engulfed in that. But come Super Bowl Sunday, when I finally saw my parents for the first time in over a week, the main, honestly, the main topic was the Super Bowl and stuff we were doing and, you know, food and bets and stuff like that, that real life or show stuff, it just didn't come up. So mm. I have not heard from my father on that matter whatsoever, unless my dad might be choosing to ignore it because he also hasn't addressed the fact that he blew off my playoff game for the Giant-Viking game either. That was part of that whole... I get, yeah, I get the vibe that my father is aware of every moment <laughs> because he listens all the time, but he chooses when to comment on moments okay. and other ones, you know, where he'll, he'll pick and choose those comments. The other ones he will just forcefully ignore and hope I don't bring up as well. I think I, if I get inside <laughs> his mind. Also on Tuesday, we did the hissing cockroaches bit. <laughs> My hissing cockroach is named Shannon. I've never been to Boston since the spring of 99, which is true. Pedro Martinez was hot, and so were you. Oh. Until you broke my heart and ghosted me after the bus trip in seventh grade. Wench. The hissing cockroach that I uh, am going to name after is uh, for Leslie. We had plans to go to Philadelphia for the tattoo convention. Really? Oh, she was big, big tattoo. Full, Full Harry Potter back piece. That was the weekend before Valentine's Day. I buy her the tattoo. It's $375. And then breaks up with me two days later. Two days? She took the three fifty dollars Oh, yeah. Took it and ran with it. So my cockroach is named after the two young ladies who would not return my affection uh. at Sacred Heart Elementary School uh. in Queens, New York growing up. So mine is named Catifer. You can figure out the two names that combine. <laughs> Catherine and Jennifer? Like... Exactly. There you go. In college, freshman year, we have a freshman year dance. Go there. And, of course, I'm, I'm outgoing, and so I like to dance. I don't mind to be, as you might imagine, the center of attention, even as a freshman in college. And so I'm dancing. A lot of my friends are wallflowers looking at me, maybe laughing a little bit. Sure enough, here comes this really beautiful chick that comes by and thinks it's interesting that I'm dancing. So she starts dancing alongside with me. Now she's probably 5'1", five, 5'2", five, petite. So we kind of get into it more and more and more. And now the night wraps up and I'm like, hey, that was so much fun. She goes, that was so great. I had such a good time. I said, you know, would you mind if I got your phone number? But she's like, yep. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, let me write it on my hand. Call that phone number. Not a real phone number. Oh, She gave me a fake phone number. Out of the four stories, I guess yourself excluded, so because you already knew it, what was the what was the story that caught your attention most? This was these were four stories about 
relationships that had gone sour or our hearts broken, which we then named Hissing Cockroaches after because that's a a way to donate to charity with the Bronx Zoo. Okay, so that's a good, that's a great question. That's a very good question, Dave. I think... (laughs) Mike Riley. Yeah, I think that many people would assume my answer would be Pat Boyle. But if you were to tell me, hey, out of everybody that was working on the show... Who do you think would have dated a girl that used them to get a tattoo and had a full body? I would have just, without Pat even being on the show, just said Pat Boyle. Yeah, right, yes, so yeah. I can't say that that story surprises me. And we've heard that, you know, people using people, breaking up money afterwards. It's honestly probably you mm. because we've all had, you know, over nine years, it's amazing that there's still fresh stories. That I we think don't of that, that all the time. Like, how do we not know everything about one another? Right. You know, whenever I say something, I'm like, wow, you guys didn't know that. Or you say something. And we've gone over... You know, before your marriage and your relationship with the Bourbon Bell, random funny moments. We always talk about the tail thing and everything else and <laughs> you with the phone. Yeah, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, the train has moved past the station, you know. Um, there, there was a girl that I went out with once. I don't know how she got the reputation, but Barack and Mraz always made fun of her as the girl with the tail, as though I dated a girl with the tail. Well, you said know. she had like an extended backbone or something. <laughs> and we killed you for it this early on. So, and I think at that time, Shallow Howe was still popular. That had uh-huh. the girl to tell. Whatever. Point is, we've we've heard all these stories. You, I mean, and we're doing a hissing cockroach, which is like the scorn moment of your life. And you go to a girl at a dance that you were vibing with somebody that gives you the wrong phone number. And mind you, we've already done the DA at Syracuse and the clubs bit. And mm-hmm. bogus was that for Halloween. <laughs> to not know that story. I, spit take. Yeah. Wow, I just spit up. It's true. I, just, I did a spit take all over the microphone. So to be shocked by that moment is because <laughs> I've known you for so long, never knew that story, and we've at least gotten close enough to you think that that story would come up. And yeah. Yeah, I know. I think about this a lot when we talk about stories. Because the show has always been tell stories and be open books, you'd think that you'd run out of content, but maybe everybody's life is just so filled with tons and tons and tons of stories that you can never mine all of them. And, that, and how many stories do we forget? And then totally. one day just come back to us. Yes, totally. So it's interesting because I was in the hallway coming over here, and our assistant program director, Dave, was like, hey, I missed the end of that story. That was a great segment. Did you ever see that girl again on campus? He said, no, I never saw her on campus again. He goes, wow. He goes, that's just crazy. I go, well, we had a big school, you know, big campus. He goes, I know, but man, you know. And I could tell, like, his heart broke a little bit. And I'm like, what the happy ending? He knows you're married. Yeah. Or I had a chance to tell her off. Maybe some right. people were hoping or whatever. But I never saw her. I don't think. Because I think I would have addressed her or approached her unless I got scared and I I didn't. But I don't I don't think I ever saw her again. Which is interesting because when you tease the in the irony of all ironies, I thought you were gonna say somehow this girl magically appeared at the restaurant you were at on Valentine's Day night. That's where I thought you were going. I was going to say, there's no freaking way. There's oh, no, no, no. no. Well, I nicknamed her Tiny Dancer because she was short and right. she was dancing with me. And then the, the song Tiny Dancer came on as I was explaining That's the not story. where I thought you were leading. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, all these years later, you happened to see her last night after you named the hissing She was the waitress. Right, something like that. <laughs> I looked for her in the freshman yearbook. Couldn't find her. I looked for her, I think, maybe later on when Facebook started up. I couldn't find her. I was <laughs> kept looking for her. Search on what? You didn't know her name. What were you searching for? Yeah, I guess that's true. In the freshman yearbook, I could just search right, through for faces. I guess that's true. Is there a chance she could have been somebody on campus's friend that was visiting for the weekend? That's definitely in play. Yep, definitely in play. Because it was just a mixer for everybody in the freshman class. So you could bring friends, I'm guessing.
Ah, uh, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. She's somewhere out there right now. She is. She's somewhere out there, but I'm happily married, and uh, there's no reason. Also, I will tell you that... There's no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Did that have to be stated? <laughs> no. I'm just saying, I also wouldn't want to be with somebody long-term that would do somebody like that, that would do yeah. something like that. Because I don't think I would ever do it. Now, I have to admit, I've never been put in a situation where somebody was hot and heavy for me and I had to turn them away. Let's be honest. I'm assuming more females do that than males. I mean, just by oh, batting yeah. averages alone. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I would hope that I wouldn't do that in the same situation. No. I don't think my wife would have ever done that. I think she would have been honest. Hey, you know, I'm not really interested, but this was a great time. Right. I don't think I married somebody that would lie to somebody about a, a fake phone number. No, probably not. I mean, everybody's allowed to grow up, too. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, that's true. you're a freshman in college. You're not the same person you were that's when, true. in the mid-30s. But she could have had a few cocktails. Maybe right. she's just... If it makes you feel any better, I'm assuming you're not the only dude she ever did that to. I think that's one of those things. If you've done it, you know the game on how to do it. I don't take it personally. No, because that's... I also think... No. Not only... Was I not probably the only guy she's done that to? I think most girls have probably done that. At some point, some form. And if they don't, they flat out, the ghosting thing is true. Even yes. If you give the right. Because if you think about a female, if you're a relatively attractive female and you go out to a, a sports bar, a bar, a club, a whatever, something where people are mingling and, and, and there's some energy, some a party, probably every girl gets hit on five to ten times a night in some way. A sure. guy looks, can I buy you a drink? What's your number? Are you S starting conversation? Five to ten times a night, a guy is starting conversation just to see if he can get anywhere. Right. And so you've got to play defense on five to ten moments of your night. Yeah, there's only so many defensive strategies <laughs> you could roll yes. out. Yes, yes. So maybe I'm wrong on my wife. Maybe she has done the fake phone number thing. Fake phone number is a rough one, though. But because also, you've reeled them in. That's right, the thing. Right. And it's not like you weren't interested either. You know, it's one thing to give somebody who just hits on you and won't leave you alone at a bar a fake phone number. It's another to dance with them all night, talk about what a great time you had, and then, you know, finish it off with the fake phone number. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's rough. That's the, the final. But you also, I mean, I guess in that spot, people feel awkward. People feel uncomfortable. And it's better just to do that than leave on that. Oh, yeah. It's non-confrontational. Yeah. The people don't like confrontations. The truth. No. So it. What it does, though, is that we did it all today, but Pete had to to call out last second. So he's going to do it next week. I don't know anything about Pete's ex-wife. But bogus because he started on the show with Pete when they did the original right. morning show when we launched nine years ago. You and I didn't really get connected with Pete on a daily basis and Bogues until four and a half years ago, I guess. Yeah, four and a half years ago. So there's a four and a half year period where Bogues and... Bilotti worked full-time together every yeah. morning. So there's a lot of stories that came out before we even knew those yeah. guys. And I could give you, I'll give you, I have no problem giving you one. Before I really knew Pete on a day-to-day -day basis like this, you know, I knew Pete from working around here but never directly. Yeah. I could tell you that I was at a co-worker's bachelor party in Las Vegas. Pete the body was on the same bachelor party with me. And I wanted to see the Bellagio Fountains. Okay, this is a couple years, a few years ago, I guess. And a couple other people went. Pete wanted to come to you know Pete. That is so a Pete's alley, right? See a tourist attraction or something. So people were going to whatever club we were going to meet him. And in the middle of seeing the fountains, 
Pete broke down a little bit, arm on my shoulder, and broke the news that he had found out prior to the trip he would be getting a divorce. Oh, wow. So this hissing cockroach thing, when it comes out, I could tell you the heat of that moment, Pete should be very fired up and upset because I, knowing Pete well, but not nearly knowing Pete like the friend he is today, I saw real um, raw emotion, and yeah. I, was, I became the shoulder to lean on in that wow. spot. Wow. So I am personally, that's the only moment I lived from that era. Wow. I'm personally looking forward to yeah. what a trash Tuesday. You know, that's that's scorn. That's real. Yeah, but you said that Pete was a little antsy about how much to admit and the real name. Yeah, but I also think that's that comes with Pete's territory, too. I think a lot of us, Pete gets very nervous, and, you know, if I say her name, is she going to say something, come at me? You know, who knows what the force agreement had? But nonetheless, fake name. yeah, exactly. Fake name and tell the story. Who cares? Yeah. She wronged you. Let's go. Yeah. I called a 12-year-old a wench today. I mean, you know. He uh, yeah. Now, you were 12, too, at the time. Must be noted. <laughs> uh, also, Bogues and Pete, I guess, were working together when they were married. The first number yes. one was married. And Bogues went to the wedding and the bachelor party. Oh, okay. So he's got all this background. Yes. A lot of background. A lot of background. And a bad spot for Bogues. That's, you know, two gifts he had to give. <laughs> because he came to the second yes, wedding, too. Yes, of course. And by the way, second wedding was great. Bad Amazing. pipes, the whole thing. Great we wedding. talked about it. Great wedding. So, jeez. So that's that lines up for its own, kind of like, stand at its own event. And look, if Pete wants Paul Dottino reading fat journals, he's got to get up there and he's got to give his, his hissing cockroach. We ain't getting away from that. He's doing it. Well, that is true. If he's going to put you on blast, he's got to do the hissing cockroach yeah. story. We talked about confrontation. I don't like it. He's getting up there, and he's confronting this with a hissing cockroach. <laughs> Step to the table. Pat Boyle's story, though, was pretty good, that he dated a girl who had a full back tattoo of Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, a whole artwork about a Harry Potter scene or something. I don't even know what it means. He mentioned a couple of the items. Hogwarts, I, I guess, but that is... It's weird to me because people that love Harry Potter, I don't add up with people that love yeah, tattoos. Yeah, yeah. And you're into Harry Potter when you're so young that you have to be over the age of 18 to then get the full back tattoo. Your your parents aren't going to be like at 15. Yeah, you can go ahead and yeah. get it. That's committed. I mean, at 70 years old, if you still look decent laying out by the pool, you have to explain to the grandkids that you loved Harry Potter that I mean, much. come on. Full back that's a lot. Harry Potter? And see, that's the thing. I can't imagine there's a lot of females with that full back artwork. So she I'm, she has to be spotted somewhere. And that's the thing. If you ever come across a woman at a beach or a pool and she's got a full Harry Potter back tattoo. I see you go. Yeah. Go it's, a, it's probably a 50-50 shot. It's Boyle's old ex-college girlfriend. I think you just go up to say Pat Boyle says hello and <laughs> blow her mind. Blow her mind. What? Look around. How does that even pop? Could you imagine what sits in her head? She would never even think because of the tattoo. Boyle said that she used him for a $350 leg tattoo, not Harry Potter oriented. But, and then two days after that, she had him buy that tattoo. And then two days after that, broke up with him. In fact, that's the perfect payback. If you're a fan of Pat Boyle and the DA show, I think that's the perfect payback because that would ruin that. Female's day. You would think, right? Like, that would ruin her day because she would be so caught up in a blender of just that little subtle line, Pat Boyle says a lot. <laughs> kind of creepy. You've got to find the one girl in America that is a full back yeah. tattoo of Harry Potter. I wouldn't even know that it's Harry Potter. I wouldn't either, but, I'm, you know, 
we're asking somebody to to know that that's Harry Potter and going. And by the way, does that woman Leslie? Yes. Does she think about Pat whenever she looks at the other tattoo that he paid for? Yeah, but she doesn't care because she's heartless. Okay, so you think it still crosses her mind? Oh yeah, Pat Boyle paid for this tattoo. I would imagine, unless she's got just full ink all over the place, she doesn't even look like a right. singular tattoo. And 20 dudes have paid for these tattoos, and that's how she goes around collecting them. Who knows? But it is funny that you say, if you were to spin the wheel and guess, okay, somebody in our two sports radio station staff paid $350 for a leg tattoo on a girl that had a full back tattoo, Pat Boyle would be the only guess. Yes, I agree. I can't, I can't even think of a number two. No. I can't think of a number two. But, yeah, that's why you wouldn't be shocked when you hear that story. We have Billy Jock alone for the final three days of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We do. What do we expect from a Billy Jock? Well, I think Billy's always going to give you innings. He's going to give you, <laughs> you know, solid. You're not going to need to go to the bullpen early. I think he's, you know, there'll be some men on base. Don't get me wrong. There might be a couple runs let home. You're going to need a little offense. But ultimately, you're going to walk out of every show feeling or walk into every show feeling like you're, you're going to win the game. Things could get bumpy, but you're going to win the game. Okay. And, again, innings will be eaten. Now, what about Pat in the final break today coming in with 10 seconds before we returned? There was a real sweating moment that nobody in the audience knows, and I had run out. I had to use the restroom before break because I knew I had to do some stuff immediately post-show where I wouldn't have time. And usually the protocol is somebody slides out of the control room, somebody else is always in there. And I returned to nobody in the control <laughs> room as the break is playing, not knowing where Pat went. I had told Pat I needed to step out. And we got to within 10 seconds of not just bumping back with a rejoiner, which I could have maybe quickly figured out on my computer, maybe. We were coming back with the epic fail because we were up against it. And I'm staring, and it it might as well have been <laughs> like a Chinese dictionary, what I was looking at. And DA looked at me, and he saw I had no idea what I was looking at. And I'm looking at the time, and I'm looking at nobody in the window and going, oh, man, I'm going to have to guess something here. It was a brutal moment. You hope you guess right. And then with 10 seconds to go, maybe even less, Pat just slides right in. So calm, too. And I said, Gee, I said to him, I go, geez, Pat. He goes, whoa, what's the matter? So what's the matter? He goes. He goes. Well, am I here to play it or not? Who? You don't put that stress on somebody. Like he wasn't even a thought in his brain. He had the seconds timed out. It's unbelievable. I get. I guess I get credit. <laughs> you got Bogues on side B here. Bogues on side B. Bogues on side B. It's our first side B since he slammed the door on me and walked out. Oh yeah, the Wordle Day. So I'm hoping things are okay, <laughs> and we'll check in on all the nonsense from the show this week. Okay, that side A here is side B. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Side B of the BGP. How are you? It's Mraz on Side B, joined by the bogeyman, Andrew Bogish. Hello, buddy. Oh, hey, Sean. How are you? I'm doing good, man. So this is our first Side B since you stormed out of the room two weeks ago on me in disgust. That's right. I have now gone 14 days wordle clean of ruining any wordle words. Uh, I feel very proud about that. Uh, where's your anger level at with me two weeks later now? Oh, I mean, we've we've moved on. I'm not. That's not gonna linger. I mean, it will come back if you start being a dope again. But you did what you did. I don't think you learned any lesson or realized what mistake you were making. Uh, but at least you're not doing it anymore. I have unblocked you on social media, oh. so there is that. But it can all go away at any moment. Okay, so I've gotten the unblocked. That's really critical. And that's really important. A couple quick news items to get to on the show. DA and I discussing a lot of what's already been an eventful DA show week following the Super Bowl. First of all, the chickens don't grow wings back. Uh, I guess not really a debate because it wasn't really up for debate. It was just something I got wrong. Something that went insanely viral that we're all still shaking our head at. Let me ask you, forget the, you know, oh, can you believe I was that stupid or that, you know, the layup questions. Can you believe DA took the tact on Tuesday's show to basically, instead of the anger and frustration about my idiocy, to instead kind of flip the script on enjoying it, dare I say? I think it's been a long road for DA to today, to Tuesday, to now, to present day. Because I'm sure if I was him... And my name was on the show, and this show has existed in multiple cities on multiple different stations long before you or I, and especially you were in the picture. And it probably does hurt at times that the genius things that he thinks up or the spot-on, in-depth sports takes that he has that don't take off, but what takes off is you being you – I could see how that would be deflating. So I thought that Tuesday, that was a a sign of, I was impressed with DA's emotional reaction to that because once again, you might have looked bad, but you also win because everybody knows about you and and then the show. So I could see where hard feelings would have existed, but they don't. I think that's a credit to where DA is right now emotionally I was gonna say he must be in a good mental state because I do have to be honest as this kind of went behind the scenes the first one to show us an article had been written was the wizard of watch DA Andrew Kaplan who's so on top of you know when things spread and and I would never be on the lookout for something like that because as I mentioned in side a whenever we have something that we think should go viral I send it out to what outlets or what writers I think might pick it up or you know it's just it's good you know show credit and show fodder to have that happen This was not spread out, so Kaplan was tracking it. As it grew like wildfire, when the big lead tweeted it out and included my own Twitter handle, and 
and the fact that they were, you know, really tossing around the co-host word, which, you know, will throw DA off. I thought for sure, mm. I said, this is going to be a rough Tuesday for me. I, I didn't ask for any of this. I, this isn't a, it, you know, it, it overtook Super Bowl takes, and I'm sure DA was very confident, concentrated on what a healthy presence of mind DA had, and I'm almost scared that I'm going to get hit over the head with something else now soon. I, it's almost too good to be true DA's reaction. Well, I that might be a fair reaction that maybe whatever negative feelings that he has fought off for now may come to light in a different way, and you might get hammered for something that maybe doesn't deserve hammering. Um, but I'm not going to feel bad if that happens, and I'm not going to, you know... Be, I'm not going to chastise DA for, for doing that, but it's I think that could be happening. That could be on the horizon where you're going to take one right between the eyes, and it'll be for this, not the exact thing that, that DA said it's for. Okay, now I'm going to play right into your hands, and I'm going to tell you I have a theory. Sean Mraz has a theory. Why hmm. DA I'm sure it's gonna make a ton of sense. was more accepting and not, not as angered that basically his name's on the show where it's being made fun of for the chicken bit. You ready for my my theory? Did you? Sure. And I didn't bring this up. It was close to being my Trash Tuesday, but the ticket thing really irritated me. Did you happen to catch DA's Instagram story on Monday, February 14th, the same day this chicken wing story is exploding? I, I thought I did, but all I remember is like Bobby Valentine and other sports Valentine jokes. Oh, that's where I'm getting. He ends his story in the day with the different screenshots of our chicken wing story going oh, viral. yes, yes. Now, we have a select list of people banned from the show. One of them very much so is Bobby Valentine. Bobby Valentine tried to get me fired from this job. We have gone over the story mm. a million times. We don't talk about Bobby Valentine. We don't bring him up unless it's talking about in the ban list. DA does not one but two different Valentine's Day Instagram slides with pictures of Bobby Valentine to celebrate the holiday? Isn't that an enormous violation of trust between the two of us? How could you celebrate a man that tried to get me fired, even if it's on your personal Instagram page? I thought we were in this together. Yeah, I think you're reading too much into this. I think that DA, um, the show ban, never crossed his mind as he was making the Valentine pun but with Bobby V. It? I, so that what we're saying is that no. cheap holiday-themed joke oversees the banned list on the show? On National Chestnut Day, should I just be posting pictures of Joey Chestnut? No, see, I don't... First of all... What Bobby Valentine did was to you. Joey Chestnut did it to the show. Time so out. I think no, there's no, no, a no. There's, Bobby there's a difference. Did it to the show, he blew well, off he the did the show, show by, by not showing up. Yeah, two right. days in a row. That's 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 taking our show and laughing at it and saying I don't need this. He but the, the real show. issue was him trying to get you fired, like telling our boss, right. complaining to our boss about you. That was the real thing that got right. him in trouble. Because we were rightfully upset at him blowing off the show. I think right. he, I think sure. his love of corny jokes that are themed around the day on his Instagram got in the way of the band list, and I think he knew that, and I think he felt guilty, and I think because of that, I got a bit of a pass that the DA show was being mocked Oof. all over the country on Monday. No, That's I just I just think he. Takes. Yeah, and it's lukewarm at best for me. It's a it's a miss, wow. swinger a miss. I just I don't that there's just too many levels there. I don't I don't I think he just made and I you know. 
kind of the entry-level Valentine's Day sports joke with Bobby V, and that was it. I don't think he ever connected dots to the show band, to you, or then today having to be nice to you wow. because I, I just it didn't cross my mind when I saw it. I didn't think, ooh, you can't do that. Now, Joey Chestnut, yeah, he who should not be named, I would have noticed that too. I didn't. It, it did not wow. trigger anything in me that he should not be posting a Bobby Valentine picture. Look, I gotta be honest. I'm a little shocked at your response. I thought I was gonna blow your basically your head explode. Uh, wow, you're right. I'm shocked that you're this calm about this. But all right, maybe maybe it's for another day, and maybe DA will hear this and have to address it. Maybe I'm gonna have to go build some shed. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. But regardless. I wasn't happy about that, and that was my theory, and I wanted to run by you, but Bogus, hey, not taking the bait. Hey, uh, you can follow Andrew Bogus, by the way, at Andrew Bogus. Now, Bogus, I did hear last week real quickly that you think it's a little patronizing that I let you give your own Twitter handle. Well, that was DA's point, and I think my initial reaction was I hadn't really thought about it, but it is like you are letting me tell your people what my what my name is so they could follow me too when they're not busy with you yeah i just i thought it was an honor of respect and letting you give your own but i'm no longer going to do that so you're out screw <laughs> thank you you, you can follow okay you. great uh, goodbye bogus you know what i'm going to give you a handle after you leave see you thank you all right you can follow andrew bogus on twitter at andrew bogus i'm not going to do it anymore that's what da wants that's what da gets you can follow me on twitter and instagram at Mraz cbs i can't believe bogus didn't take the bait there i thought for sure we were getting the bait taken. I, I thought he would see the Bobby Valentine thing through my eyes. He did not. That's how I felt when I saw it. And again, it was going to be my trash Tuesday. And I sat back and said, ah, I'll use a real trash here. I'll see if DA brings it up on his own. He did not. But as is the case with the DA show, it's a storyline I've thrown out there. A little nugget. Let's see if anybody eats that chicken. I don't know what that reference meant, but it meant something. Again, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CBS. Have a great week, everyone. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.